0: We are three friends exploring connection, from the coffee shop to the podcast studio. I'm Amy. I'm Anna. I'm Erin.
1: Guess what I just did? What? I just put a whole bunch of paper towels, paper towels under my bra.
2: Because last time was so, so <laughs> hot in here. <laughs> That's what she told me at the coffee shop yesterday. She's like, you know what I do? There's something on Amazon for that, too. That's what she said. <laughs> Boop sweat. Boop sweat. There's a solution to that.
1: Yes. The worst. The worst. So we're back.
2: Woo! We're back.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. (laughs) 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 We're apparently not quite awake
0: yet.
2: All
0: right, everybody. Welcome back. Yeah. Episode six today is What's Wrong With Being Mediocre?
2: Well, we'll get to that. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a but big one. It is, is a big, big one. one. Yeah. So talking about the connection to work or productivity or a drive to succeed that we all have, you all might have, we'll see. Right? right? Yep. Yeah. And before that, just want to say, again, we edit podcasts. So oh, awesome. Awesome.
2: We love them. We love them and they are super helpful in all our editing needs. Yeah. They get yeah. it
1: done. They do our transcripts. They 48 are, hour turnaround. It's so good. It, it would, is. it would take us literally how many hours? <laughs> so many hours. So the many. experimentation
2: that <laughs> happened at the beginning is oh, brutal. It yeah. brutal. It was brutal. It saves yeah. us so much yes. time and
1: they do a great job. Yep. Yes.
2: Um,
0: and
1: they've offered a uh, 20% off. Yeah. yep. All you have to do is use the code less alone podcast uh, and you get 20% off for your first month. Boom. Pretty awesome. Thank that you. Awesome. Yeah. We really awesome. really enjoy them. Mm-hmm. All right. So, guess what? We have a calling question. Ooh-hoo- Let's listen to it. Okay. I'm so excited about this. Okay. Okay.
3: Yes, hi. I prefer not to give my name, but I'm from Denver, long-time listener, first-time caller, and I was hoping to get the uh less alone podcast crew's opinion on a situation. I sort of recently found myself with a couple of open slots on my friendship roster, and I was looking to level jump an acquaintance of mine to a full-fledged France. I guess I should note quickly that this is just a standard run-of-the-mill platonic male friendship. I was looking to start up, you know, nothing crazy or nothing weird or anything like that. But anyway, I've worked with this dude a few times, and we seem to have some things in common, and we've always gotten along. So I asked him if he ever wanted to hang out, and I was met with a slightly less than enthusiastic, yeah, maybe, we'll have to see, you know, and then I, I said, cool, and sort of just went about my work. and But in the back of my head, I was kind of thinking, that was weird. You know, why does he want to hang out with me? But I'm really not sure how to proceed from here. You know, I don't want to force a friendship upon him if he's not really looking for one. yet, you know, at the same time, we've always gotten along. And I think we could be, you know, solid friends. But I don't know. Do you have any suggestions on that? I mean, do I just drop it and maintain the acquaintanceship? Or do I push harder for the friendship? I don't know. I don't want it to turn into something weird. So... I don't know. I'd love any suggestions you could give me. Thank you. Bye.
1: Thanks, caller. Yeah, yeah caller. That Yay! So cool to hear. <laughs> so what do you two think?
0: Well, I think a couple things. One, the caller could wait to see if that person responds and waits to see if there's any kind of... uh I don't know, like, does that person then initiate back at all? Like, is there any kind of give and take? So, he's tried doesn't sound do like it. Hold. No? Yeah, it doesn't sound like it. Well, then I would say try it again.
2: Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hmm. I say try it again with or maybe start with an activity. So, mm. do whatever it is that you want to go do. So, like, go get coffee or Go get a beer or whatever it is that go watch a game. Yeah. Mm. Whatever dudes do. So. <laughs> I
0: think I think the one thing I'm thinking is like maybe not just have try it once and like who knows, maybe that guy had something going on that day, mm. or maybe he was distracted.
1: Yeah. It and sounds so, like maybe there was a distraction thing.
0: Yeah. Right. Maybe it just wasn't maybe he would get a different reaction if he tried just try it again. Yeah,
2: or but what maybe with
0: if- the with a specific activity.
2: Or, like, maybe. just call it, like, <laughs> I don't know if this is too much, but, like, hey, what if you just directly, if he just directly said something? Like, like what? Like, I didn't mean to be weird or awkward, or maybe that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, hey, what? I just wanted to hang out. Yeah. What, just to like, like, put just it be out direct. there. Yeah. Hmm, yeah. Maybe that's too much, but.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, my thought is, like, if you've asked once and you know, or you suggested it and someone and they're like, Yeah, sure and but they're not like that. You can into tell it. when people are not yeah,
2: into it. Yeah.
1: I mean I kind of am getting the feeling that he's just
2: not into it.
1: Like mm. like it's like a polite, like, Yeah, sure, we should hang out. Oh. Uh,
2: or like when you see people and they're like hey, you haven't seen him for a long time yeah. and they're like, Oh, should do something you're like that you're not being truthful yeah Yeah. it's like if
1: someone wants to do something they will do it yeah like you don't they don't need convincing right it's like that's true i kind of think do you think kind of move on i kind of think don't push it like i think he's just not that into you (laughs) Right. Yeah. In a way. But I mean, I also don't think it would hurt to like throw it out there like one more time if, you know, this caller is truly like, I think we could be really good friends or, you know, like, I want to level jump this person. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or like, start a podcast. That's yeah. what I Just Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That definitely <laughs> works Level, jump level jumping. Yeah. <laughs> hey, acquaintance, you want to start a podcast together? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So anything yeah. else? What do you think? Solid? Solid. Solid. I'd I'd,
0: I'd be curious to see if what happens. Yeah. Follow-up caller. Yeah. Yeah. Let
1: us know Um, if anyone else has any questions or things going on. 775-591-8860. And you might be featured on the show too. Thanks for calling. Thank you. All right. Okay. So our last episodes to do was to compliment three women on non-physical attributes. How did that go for you two?
2: Well... I complimented my friend who is the manager of the yoga studio and she every time I hadn't been there for a while and I'd walked in and the energy of the place and yoga studios I think can go sometimes pretty pretentious not all the time but it's like not the warmest environment because you need to be yoga-y and if you're not <laughs> yoga e then then it feels weird to be there but I hadn't been there in a while and they've been working on their community at this yoga studio in particular is so strong and it's amazing. The leadership, so the owner and then the manager, and the manager is my friend. I was just so proud of her. It was like this overwhelming, like, this is so amazing. And I think I appreciate it much more now because I'm in business too. Mm-hmm. And so it was just so good. So we talk every Monday morning. Well, we haven't in a while, but. And she, and it was just like to hear, when people give you genuine compliments, then it's just so, it like lands different than if mm-hmm. you just say, oh, yeah, your hair looks today, good yeah. today or whatever. And so... Which is nice to hear. It but is it's nice different. To hear. Yes. Yeah, totally. Where it's like, oh, because it like takes a second, I think, for, the, for it to come into the person and there's like, a, uh, and then it clicks and then the person like lights up or glows in a way that's like, feels solid, mm-hmm. like standing in their truth, mm-hmm. what we talked about last time. And so... Yeah, when I, I'm not great with uh, verbal affirmation <laughs> of my love language, but when I have <laughs> it and I can share that, then it like is lands Is that your well, love language? No, that is like gifts and verbal affirmations are on the bottom.
1: What physical touch and... Oh, that's <laughs> the hugger. Yeah. <laughs> physical so physical touch?
2: service and physical
1: touch. Okay, what about you, Amy? I'm yeah. just curious.
0: I don't remember. Oh, okay. I don't remember. I should do that again. Yeah. Probably.
1: Mine's about uh, you? verbal <laughs> affirmations you? and... Quality time, yeah. Quality, time's quality up there time. Quality time. I think yeah. was one
0: for me. Yeah. 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 Yep.
1: Little nugget. Got to. Got to learn these things
2: about you too. Yep. Okay. Yeah.
1: So that's awesome. Yeah. So. Sounds like it went well. It did go well. Yeah. Yeah. It was
2: just yeah, it's just nice to be able to do that.
1: Yeah. I noticed that people really love hearing feedback about themselves.
2: (laughs) Right. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Like
1: so when you like say something like complimentary about something that's non-physical, like it's just like, oh, someone really saw what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, like for this challenge, one of the examples I have is I called my sister actually talking about this episode and kind of her perception of it and all of this. And she and I was like, I knew you'd be the person to ask about this. And she just was like, oh. And then she had like another great like thing to say, you know, right. about like, you know, that was super insightful that I knew she would have. And it was just like, people love hearing those kinds of feedback. I think even if it's not I think their it's also language. like really
0: a great way to connect and let someone become a little bit more vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Like if you are genuinely yeah. complimenting someone about some personal attribute or, you know, whatever, you know, I, I did that over the weekend. And I think it it just some people can open up a little bit yeah. more or like they're they more likely to then give more, mm-hmm. you know, whether yeah. it's like physical or whether it's emotional or whatever, yeah, you know, for there's sure. just. It it opens up that connection more. Yeah, I would say it on takes the f- your guard down. Yeah, and the then,
1: f- like you're okay. Yeah, it makes a safe space. Well, and it's like I'm being seen for these things that I'm bringing to the mm-hmm. table. So it's like I want to bring more of those things to the table, maybe.
2: And on the flip side, if someone gives you a like a bullshit blowing smoke up your ass compliment, mm-hmm. like Ugh. just to do, it Yuck. feels just yeah. gross. Yeah,
1: yeah. I always feel like that when pe- when I like give someone a compliment and they're like. Like genuinely being like, oh yeah, I really like this. And then they're like, give me one right back. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. we don't yeah, need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. yeah no, no. Like don't, I literally don't. I wasn't saying that yes. so you would tell me something yeah, it's about like, It's like right. it's my hair is not that great. Yeah. It's right. like, yeah. no, yes. Yes. we don't yes. need to do that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like just yeah. take it. Just say thank yeah. you. Yes. We're good. Whatever. Yeah. 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 So we would love to hear how your experience was with that. Yep. And we have another awesome five star review. Yes, we do. Thank you. Thank you, 29 Lucy Jane
0: 16. Six. <laughs> I
1: that, love it. <laughs> I love it too. That's good.
0: Here's what it says: Connection is. Everything! Exclamation point! Love this podcast. We have been increasingly moving away from the people we love because of busyness and life. This gathering of friends to chat about connection and deep relationships is needed. My own Golden Girls group has kept me afloat <laughs> for years. Maybe we should have a podcast.
1: Yes, Woo! I
2: totally think Thinking you should emoji. do it, Lisa, Jane. Yes, yeah. that's so great. Thank you. it's ready to listen to <laughs> the Golden girl's house that's awesome so awesome
0: that is really great thank you yeah
1: your reviews help the show be found so we're so so thankful for those um keep them coming share them with your friends and your review might just be featured on the podcast so keep them coming Mm -hmm. we love hearing from you awesome okay so gosh this is a big one the connection to productivity slash achievement there's a lot that comes up with this so this is like all the things that come to mind when we talk about this is connection to work, productivity, the internal drive to succeed, the hustle for worthiness, a la Brene Brown, the obsession with the doing, over-functioning, high-achieving, perfectionism, ambition, the hustle, oh. workaholism, <laughs> the inability to settle once you hit your goal. So a lot of stuff, a right? Lot of We're stuff. back to
0: a heavy one, <laughs> <Yes>.
1: folks. <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting. So when we had first talked about doing this episode, I was like, yeah, connection to work. Yeah, that's great. I'm totally cool with that. But then Aaron had wonderful insight about let's make it the connection to the drive the ambition and that made me so uncomfortable Yeah, that part and so yeah. interesting you gotta say more about this. Well, and just, just drop so, the mic and walk away and bye all <laughs> said here see ya <laughs> said what I needed to say about right. that one yeah so it's like I'm okay with talking about the work piece but uh, the idea of my drive and mm-hmm. my ambition mm. that I'm not as comfortable talking about. So what does it do? For, what happens? It makes me not want to go there. Oh. So if I cry on this episode, it might happen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's okay,
0: Anna.
2: It's yeah, okay. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right. So I'm just telling you, I feel a little nervous about talking about this. Mm. So I went into the bathroom, like, Four times before this episode started, you that's did. When, I was noticing you had to go to the bathroom yeah, quite a bit. Yeah. yeah, I just blame it on the coffee, but that's I'm so. like, you know what? Uh, that's squirming. what happens. You're that's squirming happens over there. I get nervous. You're squirming. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you can yeah. feel it. You're picking yeah. up what I'm putting yeah. down here. Yeah,
0: so well, that's okay. We we had that great conversation last episode. That like, it's so nice that we can just show up as we are for each of these studio Mm -hmm. recordings and sometimes they're heavy and sometimes they're crazy and sometimes they're
1: goofy (laughs) and today we'll just see what's going to happen. Right, Total grab bag. So I have to tell you, I... Really find myself thinking a lot about our episodes after we we listen to it, we record them and then we listen to it or, you know, do that process to start the editing and start pulling like the info for the sneak peeks and all of that. And it felt like when we said this in the studio that it felt like we were kind of st- stoned. We were like slap happy. It was an odd episode. It was a little different. We were not stoned. We were not stoned. No, not at all. Stone cold sober, which makes it even sillier. But I was talking to Erin, girl Erin here. My husband's also Erin. So I feel like I have to always clarify that. But it felt like this twin high that I get when I'm with my twin sister. So it's interesting that we were talking about what's up with women. And then we had this giddy, silly Twin high, yeah. giggle fest yeah. of an episode talking about that was like that. stomach hurt laughter. <laughs> yeah, we had edit a lot of we, the laughter yeah. out because it was yes. ridiculous. it was a little painful for the yeah. listener. Right, <laughs> it be it be we did that for you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Right. <laughs> right. You don't need four minutes of us giggling <laughs> <laughing>. <laughs> oh, in your ear ear holes. Right, <laughs> the, the hot eardrum action. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh boy, <laughs> that's right. Here we but, go. But okay, so talking about another thing from the last episode. Okay, you two both said, like, you were serious. Yes. So this is yes. coming up with the the sicknesses and the secret. so I f- secrets. So I feel like I have to tell you this because I'm like, I was feeling really insecure about this. So you two said are serious introverts, self-proclaimed, right? I would say I'm not an introvert. Or, or extrovert, extrovert. I'm like so middle, I'm, on, I'm on the border now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so
2: more serious. Truth be told is that I <laughs> was, like <laughs> cr- like, growing up. That's why I don't, like, I I guess l- how life has unfolded is that, like, I feel very serious now. I think partially mm. because I'm in serious world yeah. as a therapist now. And so, I'm with heavy stuff all the time. Yeah. And, and that I <laughs> always talk about this with my therapist, that I need to work on play more. <laughs> because I uh, have, like, the, yeah. this yeah. drive, this, this yeah. whole episode, like, yeah. brings home, like, oh, this is what I struggle with all the time. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I like... And so with all this, like the drive and the seriousness and all that, I get a lot of shit done mm-hmm. and I'm very productive. But then there needs to be some like evening of the scales mm-hmm. so yeah. that it's not all serious all the time. And so when I catch myself being serious, like I'm all the time or I feel like, well, I haven't laughed at that twinning laugh. Yeah. I haven't laughed like that in yeah. a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, then I'm like, why, why do I not have this in my life all mm-hmm. the time? And so that's the Because like I deep in me, i am I like to be goofy and, yeah. I like to be laugh at things, but then like I, your
1: line of work is serious, oh, yes. yeah, and so yes. you find yourself being showing up in that way, yes, professionally, yeah, professionally, so i'm I'm sure that that's like encouraged, obviously in your profession, right, yeah, so I started feeling insecure, like, oh, maybe they i how are we friends if i'm a like if I'm a, like a silly introvert, and they're more serious. Extroverts, you know, mm. like I that's started feeling insecure. Like, why does this work? How ca- does this work? Is this doomed? Is it interesting Oh, that's super, super interesting And I think I just wanted to bring that up because I was feeling kind of insecure about that. Oh. And huh. I was like, okay, the sickness is in the synchroids. I got to tell y'all what's happening <laughs> oh with me here. My God, so, that's so good. Yeah, yeah, I just started thinking, like, why do I feel insecure about that? And I'm like, I mm-hmm. think it's good for me. You're good for me. Yeah, absolutely. You're good for me too. I think you're good for mm-hmm. me too. It's yeah.
0: a balance. It's, yeah, yeah. This balance. It's, it's a beautiful. Yes. It's, a bu- it's a beautiful thing when yeah. I think like people are different and then they can. Yeah, yeah. and you can figure. You can really appreciate, you know, the differences, and then mm-hmm. still have that close relationship. And yeah. it's just open communication yeah. and acceptance of someone else and being respectful.
2: Yeah, right. Well, and it's not like you can't be serious. Cause yeah, you, right. Yeah, and yeah, so totally. that's your like a. Maybe you don't like to dive into the depths and you'd rather like, like be sillier, right? Mm -hmm. That's good for the two of us to be Mm -hmm. able to be silly and like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to say surface because that's not what it is, but like keep things lighter and then it is good for you for us to push you to go into the Mm -hmm. depths. Like that's why we're Uh, friends, like that compliment.
1: But yeah, it was interesting like Uh thinking like, oh, maybe they won't.
2: I like we're gonna kick you out of the tribe. Uh, yeah, never. good thing we're talking about shame on never. this episode. God, yeah, it's just no. some big things. No, never. We no. up leveled. We up leveled.
1: Yeah. We're it's on not going to dial. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love you yeah. too. <laughs> but yeah, you I felt like I had to up the phone for me, Anna. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I had to tell you to that. Yeah. yeah. What better place than yeah. on uh, the
2: podcast. Here yeah. just go. broadcast it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Hey, insecurity, hello. <laughs> good
2: <laughs> nice content. To meet you. That's good content. <laughs> good <It>
1: content. Is... <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, so Brene Brown.
2: Oh, love her. She
1: is the talks about the
0: hustle culture. Yeah. Of
2: this? Yeah, well, she her whole thing's on shame, right? On vulnerability right yeah amy you read that quote because you have the best radio voice <laughs> okay <laughs> you're
0: hired <Yeah. laughs> May brown says perfectionism is not the same thing as striving to be your best perfectionism is the belief that if we live perfect look perfect and act perfect we can minimize or avoid the pain of blame judgment and shame it's a shield it's a twenty-ton shield that we lug around, thinking it will protect us. When in fact, it's the thing that's really preventing us from flight. Ooh, I feel that's like good. That
2: punches me in the gut. Yeah. <laughs> Do I, think... I see tears in your eyes? Well, oh, close. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why I couldn't have read it, and <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a good thing I didn't read it because yeah. I probably would have oh. choked up during it's, that. That's so good. Fair. It's yeah. really good because I think that's what. Because for a long time, I didn't think perfectionism was a thing for me, and then mm. when I was going through my healing touch apprenticeship my mentor mentioned something like offhandedly like oh yeah i get a lot of perfectionists Mm -hmm. and i was like oh that's not me that's right and yeah and but then i was then after things and i'm like oh i i'm not like super detail oriented and i don't like outwardly i'm not like super made up and i like those and that's not what this is it's like that i need to do This striving is I have to be very, very careful of, like, where this is coming from. Is this Mm -hmm. striving and is this a healthy, like, I'm trying to be my best for the purpose of me? Mm -hmm. Or is this striving because I'm trying to hide whatever it is that Mm -hmm. I'm feeling bad about? Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, Perfectionism is definitely something I, it's one of my struggles. Yeah, Yeah. It's just hard, I think, like, it's just, oh, gosh, it's hard. Mm -hmm. You know, wanting to always project the... I mean, I, I do. It's like I'm totally that type A perfectionist, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. in all areas. As And, like, I've always wanted to, like – be chill. <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> no way. That's always been
0: my thing. Like, I just really want to be like, I want to be relaxed. Oh, like, like funny. I've like always wanted someone to tell me like, Oh, Amy, she's chill. Like I remember it was a thing in high school where I was like, oh, I just got to like try to be relaxed, try to be relaxed, try to, be, you know, <laughs> it's like, it's so really hard not on being me. relaxed. So I just lately, like, I feel like I got to just embrace this. And I do think it's been, you know, over the years, as I've worked on my own shit now and then, you know, or, well, <laughs> constantly, <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> I feel like I got to just embrace
2: this. Yeah. The intensity. The intensity. Yeah. And that's what people, that's oh, what. Oh, my you wanna, gosh. want to, like, send me into a spin. Yes. And uh flippantly call me intense but like you mean it as like not a compliment. Mm.
0: Oh, it that's what that's what happened to me in throws, high school. throws me
2: over it, the edge.
0: It's like something I've had to work through, through for a yes. long time. It comes up repeatedly yeah. like. Yes. Oh, they're talking about my Oh, you're too But much. then when someone yeah. loves the intensity, Entity, it's, it's like, "Oh my god, it's like yeah. the best thing ever. I didn't even yes.
2: notice it in either of you. Really? Yeah, because you're intense too. That's why <laughs> Anna. Anna. She's goofy, but she's also intense. Uh, Super goofy intense. Yeah. <laughs> when, you <activate. laughs> when you were talking about being wanting to be relaxed, I was l- uh. this is So I was in the car. I was talking to someone. Someone was in the car with me but I was listening to a tribe called Quest oh, and yes. they're so chill yes. and I was like those are the kind of like those are the people that I would love to hang out with yeah. but then I would hang out with them and they would be too chill for me. Yeah. Like, bit, <laughs> let's do yeah. stuff let's move let's, let's it. Come it. On. Yeah. They, but li- yeah. just like that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I've been listening to a lot of Bob Marley in the car oh. because it like pulls me down. Yes. I'm like oh that dude is I this is what I need. I'm yes. Like why am I listening the same stuff i listened to in 1998
0: it is kind of weird like
1: I i'm know. i'm like thinking a lot about lively up yourself oh, oh <laughs> come on uh, trench town rock repeat <gasps> repeat, repeat i hit the notorious big came
2: on that uh,
1: song mm, mm, yes mm. i was yeah. like oh yeah here we go it's
0: just all about far side lately <laughs> i gotta <Really>? say
2: yes <laughs> it is <laughs>
0: and that's all high school for me far side yes like the comic no. Well, the com- the they have a comic on top of their album. Yeah, the oh, b- bizarre it's Ride. Different. it's oh, different. Oh, I was thinking like the the far side in the newspaper when we were kids. Oh, no, no. no. I was going to pull up the no. This was like back in the in my high school days.
2: Oh. oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> you you
3: introduced side. me to that.
1: Yes. Was it a Minnesota thing? Cuz I didn't Oh, no. It wasn't like a thing for yeah. the high schools I was at, so I,
3: I needed know. like study
1: up on this I band. Need to- Okay. They're solid, though. All right. Good. To know. Just drop my headphones. So, so Whoa, per- perfectionism. Weird. Yes. Yeah. I use it to my advantage with not cleaning the house because I find myself thinking, "Well, if I can't do it perfectly, then I'm going to do wait it at all till I yeah. can do it perfectly." Yeah. Hmm. So. That's kind of how it shows up in my, in my life. No thing, It could be worse. Good thing we don't live together. I'm like, oh, I can't scrub this with a toothbrush pass. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah so so yeah, there's that. There, there's yeah. that. Yep. There is All that. Right. I do like how Brene
0: Brown mentions that it is a shield. Yeah, and I think yes. that's like the truth. It's like that's where like, oh, dang it. Mm-hmm. You got to like get
2: rid of that you gotta dig deep well because yeah. ultimately you have to like look behind yes. it ultimately oh. like, like, like yuck, this yuck. kind of striving i think is what i realize is i'm like the most interesting people are pretty messy mm. and yeah and have like are standing in their power and are pretty messy or or have been and they've come through that or whatever yeah and that in my effort to i mean I have been plenty messy so let me just say that <laughs> but like it gets sometimes when i'm like doing things like Lined up, then uh, I feel boring. Yeah, and I was t- talking to my business partner, and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I need to stop. I don't have a lot of vices left, and so I was like, I might need to cut down on coffee. And she was like, ah all for you drinking coffee <laughs> yeah. because people need vices Something. Like, people yeah. need some sort yeah. of it's vices a pretty good too. vice yeah. yeah and so yeah. but I think that goes along with the thing is like oh why don't you eat a vegan diet and stop eating gluten and <laughs> yeah. take out caffeine come on I mean, I got to stop that. Yeah. So anyways, (laughs) (laughs) self-confession, stop talking. Okay.
1: (laughs) Go ahead. Yeah. So I do have to say, I'm super excited to talk about this topic. Yeah. As scary as it is to Uh, go there because like, I love our last couple episodes, but it's kind of fun to talk about different levels of, or different things dealing with connection. Yes. The way connection works in our life in different areas. So super excited to kind of dive into this. Even though it's scary mm-hmm. yep so
0: there's an article how do you know if you're a perfectionist over functioner answer these seven questions as honestly as you can Ooh, <laughs> do we have the seven questions yeah yeah they're, yeah, they're on there. the list of them yep ah, right here got it yep number one should we read them out yeah, yeah. okay number one are you driven and exhausted, depleted, and sad, trying to keep up with what you think you quote unquote should be doing in your life and work? Number two, do you feel lousy and quote less than when you compare yourself to other women, other moms, and other professionals? Do you act in your life as if everything is a top urgent priority, whereas actually only a few things truly are? Is your family used to you doing too much and you feel it's really hard now to break that cycle? Do you feel that asking for help is a sign of weakness and imperfection and you'd rather struggle alone and try to do it all yourself? Is there rampant underfunctioning going on in your house or your job that you know you need to address but can't find the courage? Finally, when you stop and take time to really think about it, are you living someone else's definition of happiness,
1: success, and well being? Mm. <laughs> All right. So I. Who's up? What do you think? I just went through and answered yes or no. Ah. I got four yeses, one question mark, two no's. So I guess out of seven, maybe I'm a perfectionist overachiever. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> maybe maybe, maybe. <laughs> right. what about you two how'd you two score on that i don't i was just listening so i didn't really score but that's very good right that's <laughs> maybe not. not an overachieving <laughs> I tendency get this, this like, answers like, oh. in here yeah. that was good good job right. listening
2: but i was i the part that came up for me is the underfunctioning is because i think that when people think they need to do it all and they're not asking for help then it Naturally makes people, it doesn't empower people around them to mm. do things. And so then I think this pattern of underfunctioning can happen where it's like everyone, you don't need to overdo it in order, like other people can do something. Mm. And so I think that it's almost respectful to allow someone to also be doing yeah. as well. That reminds mm-hmm. me of like parenthood.
1: And being like, I remember when my little son was first born, it was like I made a point of letting my husband do it, even though I thought, oh, he might not do it right. But I thought if I keep doing it, even then I'm going to be the one who's always doing it because he doesn't have the confidence to do it wrong. Mm -hmm. Quote unquote wrong. (laughs) Which he's, you know, it's great, whatever.
2: Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Amy, thoughts? Yeah, there's a couple of them that I can uh, definitely relate to, I guess.
2: So I recently have listened to an uh, interview. Oprah did an interview on Super Soul Sunday with David yeah. Brooks. And okay. then I watched like several other interviews because I was obsessed with that when I heard about this book, because I was like in search of something that I needed something to fill me up. And so yeah. this What's interview, the, called? the second mountain is okay. called the book, right? And so he wrote this book because he was in the middle of a crisis of disconnection. And so he talks about the first and the second mountain. And so the first mountain, this is how he defines all this stuff, but see how it registers and how you think about this. So the first mountain is based on personal goals. So it boosts your ego. It defines the self. It celebrates personal freedom, And rewarded with happiness, right? And Mm -hmm. so he says that I was living a life of lies that our culture tells us. So if you succeed, you'll be happy or I can make myself happy and he lived that way. And Mm -hmm. so he said he valued time over relationships. And he was always busy and always on the mood. And this one is super powerful. And he said that I had a lot of people that were weekday friends. So I had colleagues that I could go to lunch mm. with, but I had no weekend friends because no one confided on me. So like mm. he had people he could like be with, but then there was no one there for him on the weekends, which mm. I think is it's very uh, interesting, very interesting. And he said that how you go from the first mountain to the second mountain is he had like basically his life imploded. And so he had a major crisis. And so- how you go from the first mountain to the second line is you reject the lies of society. So, the, all the shit that society tells you, like you have to be successful this way or you have to be. And so, the example um, that he gives is that if you lose, if I lose 15 pounds, then I'll be happy. And he was talking about like, that's a lie. Or if I make all this money, however much money, and I do all these things, then I'll finally be happy. Hmm. And that's like, that's the lie that we keep telling ourselves. And so, then something happens, and he talked about like, going up the the personal goals, and then something, and this can happen at any point in life, you go down into the valley. And so, whether that comes up with like someone's died in that close to you, you have some sort of crisis, illness, addiction, whatever the thing is, we all fall into something. And so, then people are then forced to fall into themselves. And he talked about falling into their heart and soul so good. (laughs) And then that's what the valley is. And then he, the point about connection is that he believes that it takes a community to pull us out of the valley and show us a better way. Oh, (laughs) interesting. Yes. And so that then... I'm getting all dear. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I listened to this while I was running this weekend. Wow. And I was like, oh, this is so good. And so he talked about relationship, that everything then focuses in, so on relationship and not on yourself. Hmm. And here is so good, right? So when we're in the valley, he said that there, we have choices, right? So that we can either be broken or that you can be broken open. And it's Ooh. like what you do with wow. that. Yes. And so, the second mountain is time to is like to look beyond ourselves to serve others and valuing relationships over personal success. And so, this mm-hmm. is a time for us to live in wonder, gratitude, and hope. And so, he's the first – I only listened to the first two chapters, but the whole thing was on the importance of finding joy. And mm-hmm. so, to just listen – I was listening to this on my long run and it went over like the different – levels of joy. And it was like, oh, yeah, because I think there's a difference between happiness and joy and Hmm. joy is like a robust more. It doesn't mean joy isn't just like being happy or being like, no matter what you get in life that you find like the you're content with that. And then it's like emanating out of you. You really meet like joyful people. It's like, oh, you just want to be around them. Yeah. And so, when I was listening to this yesterday and thinking about the episode, I was like, oh, yes, exactly. That's what we need to talk about. And so, I'm curious about hearing that. Wow. What your thoughts are on that book.
1: Sounds great. Right. I, I got to
2: read it. I think yeah. I need
1: to add it to my
0: right. list. Of, I think I think it's really interesting to think about the, the mountain peaks and valleys. Mm-hmm. And then how it's like, it sounds like what you're saying, you know, the first one is all individual Mm -hmm. and like very Mm -hmm. Mm self-focused and then you drop or whatever you kind of bottom out really. And Mm -hmm. you then have to be carried up through community. Mm -hmm. And then it just sounds like it's like a, It's much more outward or like, I mean, it's all about relations, right? Relationships with people. And so then you kind of shed that self-centeredness. And I would say, I mean, there's a couple of things that I can think of just personally where That is definitely the case, you know, where Mm -hmm. like times of crisis or times in the valley, like I have been brought back out through community, which I think is like this Mm -hmm. opening, which, you know, is kind of like as I've gotten older and as I've done more work and as, you know, life has gone on and events have happened and, you know, it's like the it is opening. It's Mm -hmm. like opening to more people, opening to different thoughts, opening to different, you know, spiritual Mm -hmm. ways of life, opening to different program, like right. just there's so much more that I've been opened to mm-hmm. and there's no way I would have been able to do that if I hadn't had the kind of these lows which then kind of bring yep. me out mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm
2: but it, that's very interesting.
0: Mm-hmm, right. But he, he
2: also talks about historically, and I don't know enough about this just from like the brief thing I heard, but he talked about like culturally, like in the 60s, I think, because he referred to Woodstock, but like that this was like the time of being individual and you'd self-autonomy yeah. and all this stuff. And so then, then this happened and people moved this way. So we moved away from communities and away from and everything was individual. And so then... But we need other people. And mm-hmm. so like that that's the thing that we've talked about repeatedly, like with the churches, like people mm-hmm. aren't really going to church. But so where do you find community? Because yeah. we're all inter we need to be interconnected. Yeah. And that's why I think people feel so disconnected and lonely yeah. and why we are ultimately doing this podcast.
0: But yeah. it's also super interesting to think about, like, my mind right now is going to achievement, money, yeah. individual, mm-hmm. self. <laughs> yeah and then it's like on the other side of that is connection vulnerability i don't know what right yeah. but it's like it's not and it's like i don't, I don't think they're mutually exclusive though i don't no. i think that you no. can still be Thinking successful They right. yes they can you, coexist yes. it's just like the, but, the energy you bring right. to it i think a lot right yes i definitely think they can coexist yes i definitely think it takes a lot though Because even even in our own culture today, you know, there's such an individual drive. And Mm -hmm. I mean being an American, you know, it's like and pardon me, I mean, I love that, you know, like but but yeah, I yeah, the Mm -hmm. mutual the or the coexistence of it all is I think something to the end. Yes, Yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah. And definitely worth you know, thinking about. Right. Mm -hmm. So very good. I'm gonna have to read that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, a good yeah. find I want to hear it too. Yeah, definitely.
2: David Brooks. High
1: five. Hey, five. <laughs> high five.
0: <laughs> yep. High five.
1: So, being mediocre. What's wrong with being mediocre? Well,
2: (laughs) being that we're high achievers and over functioners. um, Who, me? I I, I think I was working on this in my own therapy, and my therapist was like, Well, Aaron, what's wrong with being mediocre? And I like cringed and my stomach like turned because everything for me that like makes me feel if someone called me mediocre, that would be like if someone called me boring. Or Mm. like, it makes me feel, it would Mm. just does not, I don't have words around it. It just makes me feel like, well, if I can do better, then why wouldn't I do better? Yeah, Is it because you want to be special? No, I think it's because if I was mediocre, then I don't think that I'm putting my best foot forward. Mm. And so I, along with this- Like not working hard? I'm not showing up as best as I could. And if I'm not showing up as best as I could, that doesn't mean, that might be like, if I go on vacation, the best that I could is that I turn my phone off and I'm fully present with the people that are, I'm just like soaking in the environment. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I don't, yeah, like I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah,
1: yeah. that's the best way you can do that moment. Yeah, the it's best to turn way, your yes. phone off
2: and mediocre is like fully like showing up. I, I, yes, not fully showing up and just like uh, half assing things. I'm not a half asser. Yeah. No, at all. no, yeah. you like, are not. Yes, I yeah. heard this of this. What oh, was the
0: longest race you've run?
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hundred k Wow. Jeez.
0: Rips. So
1: amazing. Not um, mediocre. Not <laughs> mediocre. I heard this title of a book name, and I've never related to a book title so much. It's called Be Obsessed or Be Average. And I was like, <laughs> Yes. I didn't yeah. even read it. I was uh, like that's, that's awesome. good. And it has
2: pictures on the cover. <laughs> that is <laughs> so <laughs>
1: funny. Yep. And oh, I my- think I to me they are synonymous. Like being obsessed means being successful and like, right. you know, I am an all in person and yeah. that's something that is kind of tied with my identity. I've noticed personally, I think of myself as like, I'm all in, I'm all in. That's how yeah. I do right. things, that's how I operate. Like right. yeah, if it's not extreme, and, and that's why like the spending fast has worked for me. And like, yeah. I always tell the community, I'm like, it's okay to be all in. Like yeah, people who are all in types really have success with that method, right. the spending yeah. fast method. So, yeah, be obsessed or be average.
2: But totally I think to I that. would I would say is that I put wrote the note about being an average trail runner because I'm not I put all my effort into trail running and I do it the best that I can, mm. but the overall results are that I am average at best. Like mm. I'm not fast. I really enjoy doing it. I do it for myself and it helps me a lot and I really like love to be out there exploring, but in terms of like if we're looking at external successes, then then i am super average in that and but i am trying the best that i can and so it does not make me mediocre right and so i think that is like that's the that's interesting so yes. you don't
1: consider that something like a quote unquote failure no cuz yeah. i'm finishing the races i'm doing yeah. i'm showing up like i'm showing up for myself like daily like but it also sounds like
0: that's like an internal measure you're not measuring yourself exter- by some external Race time or something? No, I mean because that would be. Oh, but
2: that's like, pretty cool. Go to bed crying after yeah. The yeah. race, and yeah. that's not what it's about. Yeah, yeah. like because everyone that I like try to convince, I've tried to convince Amy and Anna to yeah. come trail running with me.
1: <laughs> I, I, did it, I did it. I did it a couple times. I want times. to yeah. I I, try. I did to do I feel it again. Like might pass out. Well, then I almost baby did. steps
2: that's what you did I, yeah, I, I was an inhaler. Great. I would do it again yeah. 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 It yeah but so the thing is that's different about trail running is than road running is like on the road I think that there's this thing that you don't walk and that you need to keep going right but on trail running if you're gonna run up a hill but you've never run up a mountain oh yeah before, we walked yeah then, then you hike mm-hmm. and then yeah. you when you are on flats and downs generally then you run yeah and so I think like that it's just like you're out there doing it and then showing up mm-hmm. and that's not That's, you're just there to enjoy it. I don't think that's mediocre, even though, I don't know where I'm off on a tangent, but yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: It's interesting because like, like I said, I talked to my little sister about this Uh this morning, actually. And I was like, I just need to get your feelings or thoughts to help me wrap my head around this. And she said that she told me that I'm obsessed, that she sees me as being obsessed with achieving. Mm. And I was like,
2: oh, wow. How did that sit
1: with you? I was like, kind of like happy to hear that, honestly. Right. It brought up a lot of stuff because, and I was like, well, tell me about that, you know? And, okay, so she said that she admires it because she doesn't have it. Mm. And I'm like... Uh, she doesn't have it how? I don't know. That, uh. that would be a good follow-up question that I did not right. ask her.
2: Right.
1: <laughs> right. Like, I like hearing that, you know? Yeah, I like oh, hearing yeah. That. Like, I get a ton of positive feedback about being you know achieving and getting stuff done me like too. our society yeah. right. yeah. really encourages that absolutely but I feel like and this is the part that's hard to admit you know like yeah. I feel like I'm a mediocre mom mm. and like and my work allows me to if I'm too busy with work I don't have to look at that like it's much easier for me to like build a website than to be like I have to worry about the emotional intelligence of my five-year-old, you know, in a society where toxic masculinity is part of our daily life. Like yes. it's much easier for me to just cross off some tasks on a to-do list and focus on that and just say, I don't have time. There's no time left, and here's an easy justification for that. Right. Oh, that That's, a a that
0: a good, yeah. That's
2: a good share. That's a good share. Yeah, you breathe into that. That's good. Uh,
0: I think it's interesting because my achieving has has been a part of my mothering.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. You know
0: that's it's like my life has is yeah, my my like kids and my yeah my kids my kind of my home like all of that is ever for 9 years you know mm-hmm. it's just that's like where my achieving has been mm-hmm. kind of expressed, right. you yeah. know, in the last decade.
1: Well, and it's which funny. is pretty interesting. I mm-hmm. see how you run your house, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like goals, like hashtag goals. And I, <laughs> yeah. like, I saw how family you did- values on the refrigerator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, and I saw your real. Google your Google calendar, and I'm yes. like, oh, I need a Google calendar. Yeah, I need it like. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, so it's funny, fun to kind of feed off each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, and like, you know, what works, what yeah. doesn't work. But right. super moms, I always think, ah, oh, I wish my husband is a wonderful dad to our son. And it's like, I always want, like, people always notice that about him. And I truly think that that's his purpose in life is to be a dad. Mm -hmm, Honestly, he's that good at it. But like, no one has ever told me like, you're such a great mom. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh man, like, oh, I wish I could hear that once, you know? And it's like, you are a great mom though, Anna. (laughs) But it's like, you know, like achieving and overachieving. It's like, that's something that I feel mediocre in. And like our society tells us like, you have to, if you work outside the home and you know, focus on your career, then you also have to be an amazing mom. And it's like knowing that I'm not the preferred parent mm. and my husband is to our son, that's really painful. Mm-hmm. It's way easier to to focus on work and to put my energy into that. And it's hard to admit when I, you know, and notice that maybe my overachieving is not serving me in that. And like, how can I show up as a mom that I want to be and like, you know, make sure I don't have any regrets when right. I, When my Mm -hmm. son looks back on his childhood or I look back on my parenting of his like formative years, you know, I Mm want to be sure that I'm showing up as the mom I want to be. And, you know, how do I do that? Mm -hmm. Right. It's so
0: hard, I think, like career and being a mom, like like what that all looks like and means and just the internal conflicts that mm-hmm. goes on, I think, with so many women. Well, because yep. I think
2: it's an internal conflict, but then it's also like society Societal. has a whole bunch oh. of people love to shame the moms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my god!
1: Like, I literally yeah. feel like my husband just has to be awake during our son's life. And he's like, super dad. And it's oh, like, yeah. me, or, like, it's like, I have to be making homemade food. And like, yeah. we have to have all these right. like, amazing activities and i'm just like i'm just not doing that and like i feel like i'm failing you know it's, yeah it's hard. and you are not alone with that i mean yes. i feel like because even like even, it's never enough
0: yeah i can never do enough mm-hmm. but i think though that's such a trick with both of it because even like me having you know being a mom and is my my job yes then it's the lack of balance on the career side and mm. then that pull on me you know i just don't i guess my point is like no one no one's winning no one is winning in that which that's effed up it yeah. is
2: yes. like yes. that we, we should have
0: brought that up in our what's up with women
2: mm, yeah episode yeah
0: but actually frankly that could be a whole other episode oh, it's like Good. like women just and all the pressure yeah because you cannot be a high achiever in every area of life unless you go insane.
1: Yeah. Something has to like, give. And feel
0: like, yeah, something has to give. Yeah. yeah.
1: And you're supposed to do all this self care and you're supposed yeah. to like have an amazing marriage and yeah. communicate and like. And have I think friends. if you are yeah.
0: a high achiever or you are an achiever, you feel that pressure so intensely. Yeah. It's, ins- it's crazy. Yeah. Yes. All right, so one thing we thought was kind of fun is that two of the three of us had done the Strengths Finder test, and mm-hmm. then Anna, you ended up doing it recently, right? Mm-hmm. But we all have Achiever <laughs> as one of our top five. I know Achiever is actually my top. It's um, my top
1: one too. You're, it's my yeah. second one. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So kind of interesting. What did you think of that when you saw it, or what? What was like the context of when you took the test, or? What was the driver? I took the test last night because uh, <laughs> uh-huh. I was
1: like, oh, I need to get this uh-huh. off my to do list. Uh-huh. I was really surprised to see uh, like, the definition from the Strength Finders test of what achiever means. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, should I go ahead and read yes. that? Because yeah, I think yep. it's really good. It says, your achiever theme helps explain your drive. Achiever describes a constant need for achievement. You feel as if every day starts at zero. Agreed. By the end of the day, you must achieve something tangible in order to feel good about yourself. And by every day, you mean every single day, workdays weekends, vacations. No matter how much you may feel, you deserve a day of rest. If the day passes without some form of achievement, no matter how small, you will feel dissatisfied. You have an internal fire burning inside you. It pushes you to do more, to achieve more. After each accomplishment is reached, the fire dwindles for a moment. But very soon, it rekindles itself, forcing you toward the next accomplishment. Your relentless need for achievement might not be logical. It might not even be focused, but it will always be with you. As an achiever, you must learn to live with this whisper of discontent. Oh, I do not like hearing that. (laughs) It does have its benefits. It brings you the energy you need to work long hours without burning out. It is a jolt you can always count on to get you started on new tasks and new challenges. It is a power supply that causes you to set the pace and define the levels of productivity for your work group. It is a theme that keeps you moving.
2: Yeah, I heard that and it felt like truth. Yeah. in the center of my being. Yeah, I yeah. was like, like oh. oh, if I don't do something, regardless, then I do not feel. I have. Sorry, keep going. Yeah, keep going. I don't. <laughs> I don't <laughs> sorry, about Amy's that. pointing at something. I need to do achieve to feel. Yeah.
1: So Aaron, your business is actually focused on high achievers and right. I actually loved hearing that. That's why I work with Crystal I mean, and uh, I see her personally and do peak performance. And so this is something that is your specialty. So I would right. love to hear more about that.
2: Right. So Crystal and I started, so we are both high achievers and so we wanted to figure out how to work with, because I don't think there's enough like therapy practices around high achievers. And so... Not all the time, but a lot of the time, high achievers are great at compartmentalizing and like pushing their their stuff that they've had. Oftentimes, people that've had a lot of shit happen in their life, whether that's trauma or just difficult circumstances or whatever, and they were able to push that down. But at some point... When you don't, when you have a lot of stuff that you haven't dealt with, that's maybe driving you forward. And so you're like running from your stuff or you're like suffering through your stuff in order to get to the next level, you got to deal with all of the things that you need to deal with in order to like propel you forward. And so the whole business is set up on helping high achievers to do that. And so you drop into the, the past and then so that you can propel yourself forward. And I think that there's a lot to... Some of the things, if you feel like you need to deal with your stuff, right, then you might feel stuck or stunted or sometimes people often complain of like having somatic symptoms, Mm. but they are not explained medically. Like what type of things? Like some people might be, they might get headaches. They might just feel like a lot of tension in their body. They might have like, what other types of things, back pain even Mm. or just like random pains in their body and they don't necessarily... Sometimes some people think that autoimmune stuff is often linked to trauma. And so those kind of things is like stuff that we need to deal with and that's what the whole the whole business is about. And so So fascinating. Um
1: the Kali Institute has helped me so much. Right. Like it's And what it's ways amazing. have you seen? Oh my gosh. So I've done EMDR and Crystal helped me with that right. and especially with like the public speaking. There was a big fear or a desire to hide. Yeah. And so like you know, like the message to me growing up, it wasn't, you know, articulated in this way, of course, but it was like, I am valued and I get worth when I achieve. And so, right. but don't achieve too much because you might make someone not feel good about themselves. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's like. It's conundrum, especially with yeah, women. Yeah. Yeah. And. So it's definitely and, and, you know, women are taught to always consider the feelings of other people. So this is something, you know, like the not hiding thing and showing up as who I truly am and I can serve more people and (laughs) achieve more when (laughs) I deal with these past issues. And EMDR is, you know, when I started first learning about Mm it, it was it's typically done with people who have uh, PTSD uh, yeah, and PTSD stuff. But, so but
2: there's a whole range that's the thing yeah. that we we saw all this research on the fact that you can do it with like p performance type of things and we were like oh we need to do that yeah yes and so like you
1: rewire the brain and create these new pathways and, right. and I did it specifically with public speaking right yeah and mm. you know it's yeah. like owning that and showing up and dealing mm-hmm. with some past trauma quote unquote about why I couldn't do that and things that I didn't right. even realize so it's been hugely transformative well
2: for and me. the and like just to be able to move through the world without like so so many high achieving people will suffer through something and they have this that like driver this like almost like a ghost that's like chasing them mm-hmm. to like have to be able to like outrun this thing mm. and so to be able to like really like work through that and like calm that part of ourselves that's like always coming after us to like Mm. do more and be more and be enough you know to be able to move through like back to that david brooks book to be able to to achieve and do things like joyfully with your whole self instead of having to like run away from something Mm. or or like outperform the shit that you don't want to deal with like that is i think a priceless thing and ever, so that yeah. is what our whole business wow. is about because Crystal and I have both had to do that process. And now you have done that yeah, process. and It's, it's so just, cool. Yeah. Well,
0: and I think too, your work that I've done with you around healing touch, mm-hmm. it's like there's a way where some of that comes into play that I've seen mm-hmm. that you've helped me mm-hmm. with, like release some old traumas or old things from the past and then right. let that go and then. I don't know. I would imagine that maybe that's part of like shedding the ghost a
2: little bit or at least making that ghost quieter. Right. As a side note, healing touches energy medicine stuff. And so it's not a therapy. So there's different. So I can work with Amy because she's. That's how it works. Yeah. yeah. Oops. <laughs> different than therapy. No, it's yeah, good to yeah. clarify because people are like, wait, you can't work with Anna, but then you can work with Anna. Oh, oh, yeah, oh yeah, right, yeah, right, right, yeah. right, right. right. Because like, you can work with people. Oh, god. Yeah. It. It's a different yeah. boundary with yes. energy medicine as opposed to therapy. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like I need to clarify. Yeah. No one else knows that probably, but I feel yeah. like I need to clarify yeah. that because- Good job. For my yeah. own self.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yeah. Good clarification. Yeah. So yeah, highly recommend that. Get with the Kelly Institute. They are amazing- and yes, amazing total game changer. we will get that ghost away from you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we have a practical tip today. And the practical tip is to pay attention to things that the question to ask yourself is, what am I not wanting to pay attention to that working or achieving is helping me to avoid? Mm. Totally big one. So,
0: like Bernie, like at the beginning of the episode, we talked about that shield. Yes. Yes. So, what's behind the shield? Yep.
1: Yeah. Total quick one here. Just mm-hmm. kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Not another real, life real light. <laughs> you know, yeah. no biggie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so then, you know, this is a a big one that's going to take some time. So, yeah. what we want to do with this is do an awareness challenge and notice our our challenge for just life, yeah, <laughs> not necessarily right. the next two weeks, is notice where you're getting your sense of worth from. Mm. And that is really going to help you uncover it. If you are doing this, as Brene Brown says, the hustle for worthiness, if you're looking outside yourself, if you're never satisfied, if you don't have contentment mm-hmm. uh, with your achievements, if it's serving you in some areas but not serving you in others, those are the things to pay
0: attention to. appetite
2: for yeah. that.
1: Well, and I think too, like
0: the cake.co, it's it's always great to reach for the bigger goal, but you need to learn to appreciate and enjoy the results too. Absolutely. So it's like, are you able to, yes, you can be an achiever. Yes, it's awesome. Yes, there's so much to be in- accomplished. But are you able to then enjoy or appreciate what you
2: mm-hmm. achieve or what yeah. the results are And is? are
1: you using achieving as a way to avoid certain tougher things? Yeah.
2: Also, too, and then I uh, on that note, and then we'll wrap it up. But I think that enjoying the process, yeah. and people always talk about that, oh. of enjoying the process is because if we just focus on, we're not ever arriving anywhere. And so, mm-hmm. when I realized that, then that helped me to alleviate something. Like, if I'm just focused on where I'm going, and I forget, like, oh, there's all this space and time of the the process, right? Mm-hmm. And so, there was an interview with... Bob Bowman and so he was Michael Phelps swim coach and Mm -hmm. so he was talking about that with all with him they set goals that they want to win Olympic gold medals right so that's the goal but if they in their training just looked at the Olympic gold medal then then if you just focus on outcome then it makes the whole process miserable whereas Mm -hmm. like if you can find joy in the process then like that and like really like enjoy being in it, it's an entirely different thing. And yes. so I think with high achieving, one of uh, one of practical tips is that to enjoy the process mm-hmm. and not in this like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I'm going to enjoy the process. <laughs> this is great. But it's like really like you're not arriving anywhere. Yeah. And to realize that. Mm-hmm. And so because there's something you reach one goal and there's something right after it. And mm-hmm. so however you learn to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, and I think celebrating it and being like, oh, maybe I don't buy what I want off of Amazon right The second. Maybe I wait till I, you know, hit this goal and then buy it as mm-hmm. a treat to myself mm-hmm, and kind of uh, sit in it a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. That's something yeah. Crystal helped me learn how to do. That's good.
2: That's good. <laughs> good, <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. All
1: yeah. right, ladies. A lot with this episode. A lot, a lot, a lot. A lot. A lot. We could keep going, but we unfortunately, really
0: our time is up. <laughs> Sorry. Don't forget, don't forget to go to lessalonepodcast.com to access the show notes, links, and resources from this episode. And remember, use the discount code lessalonepodcast for 20% off your first month at weeditpodcast.com. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening. You can find more about this episode and a way to connect to the community at lessalonepodcast.com. And if you like us, don't forget to subscribe and be sure to leave a review. It helps other people find us and could be just what they need.